Welcome to a new episode of Saturday Soundbites, the vibrant and powerhouse podcast where we discuss all things visibility strategy, public relations, marketing, advertising, branding, and earned media engagement. My name is Veronica V. Sofer, and I'm your host. You know, your personal brand is the basis of your visibility strategy, and I'm committed to bringing you innovative, passionate, and successful experts who are going to teach you how to develop and enhance your visibility strategy. So whether you're an established business owner, online entrepreneur, or working professional, Saturday Soundbites is going to be your go-to podcast to hear from experts and learn executable tasks that you can start today. Be sure to check out my website, veronicavsofer.com, to learn more about what you need to have a strong and impactful visibility strategy and to see some of the powerful courses I have created for those of you who are really ready to do it DIY style. So let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome to Saturday Soundbites. I'm your host, Veronica V. Sofer. So excited to be here with you on Saturday Soundbites, where we talk about all things visibility strategy. I bring you amazing conversations with guests who can talk about your advertising, your marketing, public relations, branding, networking, all the things you need to do to have a successful business, whether it's online or a traditional brick and mortar business. This is the podcast you want to listen to, to get those tips and strategies that are going to really help you grow your business with your visibility. So let's take care of some housekeeping. If you are listening on the podcast, make sure you hit subscribe. We don't want you to miss any episodes of Saturday Soundbites. You can find those on all of your favorite podcast platforms. But if you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, drop us some comments because my guests and I would love to connect and answer any questions you might have. So we're going to go ahead and get started with today's amazing episode. I have a fantastic guest today. I have Miss Amber Freeland joining us. Welcome. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. So glad you are here because we're going to talk about marketing success online and all the juicy things that people need to be thinking about and implementing into their process to grow their visibility. But before we start getting into the nuts of it, Amber, let's talk a little bit about yourself. Just introduce yourself. Let us know how you kind of got into the space and what makes you such an expert. Mm, thank you so much. So my story is kind of unique. I mean, everyone's story is really unique and interesting, but my husband and I, we coached together and we met in 2015 in a kind of a side business space. And I was working as a nurse for years and he was working as a bartender and we came together and we started building business together. And that was really my first taste of business, but that was not his first taste of business. And so we had a ton of fun and it's kind of like a relationship story mixed with a business story because oh. I knew right when we met, that he was my husband, which is kind of wow. crazy to say, but it was one of those major intuitive hits. And he wasn't quite ready for that yet, which is really unique, right? And so we built this business to our first business together to replace our nine to five income. And we found ourselves just learning and stretching and growing and essentially trying to sell lower ticket offers. And struggling to do that because when you first get into business, there's so much about marketing that you don't right. even know that you don't know. And so to say that the climb was hard at first is an understatement, but we pivoted into high ticket coaching a few years back and hired our own coaches and took a big leap. And the rest is history. We've transformed a lot, which we can unpack, but that's really where it all began. 
Yeah, that's so exciting. I love that. And I love that the intuition was right on the mark, right? Because when you can follow your intuition, um, it's it's fantastic. So very, very inspiring story. So tell us a little bit about that. You know, we talk about marketing and there are some definite academic, technical uh business functions of, of marketing, but there's another piece to it. And that's the part that I think um, our viewers and listeners want to learn more about. How do you incorporate that and really use what makes you, you special mm -hmm. in your marketing? Yeah, this question is so powerful for me for so many reasons. And I think that it's, it's important to say as I answer it, that it's that we I'm taking this from a long term business perspective. And I think that what so many people do is they get themselves into a position that may feel a little scarce at the beginning of their business. Maybe they just left a job. Maybe they're trying to grow something. It's all different for everyone. But at the beginning of a business, there's usually less capital and less revenue than later on in a business, usually. And so what people do in that moment is they look at what the market's wanting, which is great and very, very important, but they put something out just kind of to stay afloat or yeah. even as they advance, you know, they put something new out because they got bored or they're just really, really focused on the next 30 to 90 days, which right. again, I can't blame you because the reason I'm so passionate about this is it was, this part was really, really, really hard for me. I was, I felt insanely scared at the beginning mm -hmm. of our business. Yeah. And my husband has a very abundant mindset and he's a go-getter and he's a go all in and he's a believer in wealth and he just goes for it. But I was like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know what's happening next month. And that scares me so much that I'm frozen now and I'm struggling to promote what we're doing. And I know a lot of people go through this because they've shared it with me. And so when we go in for that next win, because we're just trying to keep our head afloat, a lot of times we're not doing what we ultimately love. We're doing whatever it takes right. to prevent whatever pain we're trying to prevent, like go back to work or run out of money or whatever it may be. And so that's not based on your own unique personality. Mm -hmm. So it's a really cool when coaches get themselves to that consistent revenue, which is, you know, it's different for everyone, but that truly provides safety and is still a stretch for them. And they, it's still not comfortable for them. That's a beautiful moment for me. Those are my, mm -hmm. my, the fav my favorite clients to work with, because then what we really get to do is fine tooth comb through. What have you got on your plate now? Mm -hmm. And what do you love about it? And what do you not like about it? And let's eliminate what you don't like. And let's build this based on who you really, really are. And do it in a way that 10 years from now, you're still going to love doing it. Or five years from now, fingers crossed, you don't have to make any money anymore because we've crushed it. And, and you're going to want to do that thing every single day because you love it so much. Let's build it on those things. Yeah. That's, that is so powerful. And for some people just hearing it, you, you end up having some sort of visceral, you know, visceral reaction uh, because yeah. you're like, yeah, no, no, thanks. That's that's a really tough. And so I'm curious how that um, when you are working with clients and you're coaching them through that and they're and they're starting to struggle with some of those things you talked about, like I'm in survival mode. It's about the next 30 days for me. It's 60 days. I've got to be able to have enough in the bank. How do you um, 
help them get past that such they can show up for their business the way they um the way they're most powerful because that's ultimately the unique part of what makes us each um so special and so i'm curious about what that looks like when you're actually in the coaching Mm, yeah never being asked this before a few pivotal pieces are coming up which is really important and it has to do with one keep doing what you know is working Mm-hmm. And a lot of times that might mean organic marketing. That might mean doing sales calls. If someone's trying to get out of sales calls, it might mean keep doing that for now while we revamp what I'll share in a second. Mm-hmm. And really with that, ultimately, it has to be deeply rooted in rela- like true, strong relationships. So yeah. another thing on that front that a lot of people do is, is say they're doing sales calls they're kind of playing in like the surface level of that going into every conversation, like needing to close a sale, for instance. And when you rein that back in and you say, you can, you really have to train your mind when you don't feel like you have enough cash flow, for instance, to get on, give as much of your time as you need to, to really sincerely help people trusting and believing and knowing that you will be divinely provided for no matter what. So that needs to be deepened and continued to be driven forward while at the same time we want to revamp some of for instance content creation that's a really solid example that i can give you in this moment mm-hmm. so we want to get way better at good content so that your content is creating clients for you so that in those sales conversations there's less objections there's less reason p- people that are coming on to a sales conversation pretty much know they want to work with you because of the quality of your content. And the last thing I'll say on that is that this is where the personality really comes into play. Because if I'm trying to get some a good writer who doesn't like the camera to be on camera all the time, I'm going to struggle very hard to get that client success. But if I look at what they're good at, and if I can teach someone how to take the longest thing they're good at. So here's my example so that I'm not spinning in circles. I'll just tell you my example. I'm really good at long video content and I love to speak and I don't like to have slides or anything like that. And so it's dumb for me to try to spend a bunch of time writing or doing a blog or something or getting really good at email marketing when I can do a wonderful video. I can have a team that repurposes it for me into shorter video or I can do it myself at first if I need to. And then that can be my email content. That can be what my written content leads to because that's what I'm good at. So mm-hmm. I'm, I love helping people actually figure out what they're truly good at, not what they think is going to work, what they actually love and are good at and start with that. And then we need to build the rest of their content strategy around that while still driving what's working home as we make these little tweaks in their business. Yeah. Oh, that's you. You are speaking my love language because some people really, really get into the content development. That is their craft. They're wonderful writers. But then you start Mm -hmm. giving them um, suggestions on reels and they're like, yeah, no, reels aren't for me. I'm not doing it. And Mm -hmm. and I I was one of those people at first. And and, um, until you start getting comfortable and start growing as an entrepreneur, some things just aren't going to work for you. And, um, and, 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 you know, I've had other people say, you know, I would be so much more successful if I just had someone else doing my billing. Yeah. 
Perfect. Okay, then get somebody <laughs> else to do your billing. Yeah, like today. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. And, mm -hmm. you know, in the marketing perspective, um, we talk about, especially on this show a lot, we work, we talk to a lot of experts that talk about showing up authentically. Yeah. And while yes, marketing is, is very important. So is advertising. So is public relations. And so, so is networking. Those are all components of a really strong way to grow your business. What are some of the strategies that you use with folks mm -hmm. as they're trying to figure out how to make a place for themselves in this online space? Cause it's a little bit different when you're at a networking luncheon and you can pass out business cards and sit down next to someone and have a meal. How does it work on the online space? Oh, I love this question. And I, I really, really love this question for one specific reason. And that is that a lot of women don't want to have this conversation, believe it or not, because where I'm headed is systems, funnels, automation. And the biggest thing that I see women specifically do go, I mean, nothing's really all the way wrong, right? But something I wish more women would do is face that and just learn a tiny little bit about it or hire someone that knows how to do it sooner in their business because they hear those words and they don't understand. And so they freeze and then they just push forward elsewhere, which again, back to the beginning of this conversation is usually something they already don't like to, to do 100%. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So my answer is we find a way to simplify, really, really, really simplify, have a few insanely valuable things built into someone's business. So coaching is my forte. So I can speak about coaches all day, uh, a, a very low price point initial offer that someone can share through a very affordable advertising method or organic marketing. Mm -hmm. That's going to find exactly the right kind of person that could someday be an ideal client. Mm -hmm. Put them through a beautifully well done funnel that is going to nurture them and put them into a long email sequence with tons of value that's pre-built and then continuing to find out what they're responding to, what they love, what people want next, what people don't like, actually listening to that instead of just forcing things to work, being fluid with your marketing strategy. And when something's working, putting focus there. And then when something's not working, staying innovative all the time, staying cutting edge. But to sum up that answer, putting some systems in place so that you can get your time freedom back, mm -hmm. things that actually work, things that actually create predictable revenue for you mm -hmm. so that you can have safety knowing, hey, at least for sure, I'm going to make this every month. Everything else is extra. I can get creative. I can be creative. I just think people don't put systems in place soon enough. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm a huge believer in systems. And once you can get your mind around the idea of, you know, those of us who have worked in the corporate space, there are absolutely, you've got SOPs, you've got um, all those kinds of, of acronyms and processes that we put in three ring binders and we put on the shelf, but we know where to go to look when we need to find out what the standard operating procedure is for when this breaks down or when this happens. But we're not doing it for our businesses. And that's such a that's such an important part of it. Even if you're um, debating between marketing or advertising or whatever it is you're debating on what you got to do, you've got to be able to have those strong systems because at the end of the day, bringing the people to you isn't going to do anything if you're not ready to accept them. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And that, that brings me to like make decisions based on data. 
as opposed to just like an idea. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We don't want to stop driving this car, like I said before. So we can implement something new, but it really does. It needs to be based on data if you want it to bring a lot of revenue, right? If you want to throw spaghetti at the wall, you can. But just know that you're doing that. <laughs> right, right. People do it all the time. Yeah, that's so true. What are some of the mistakes um, that you see people doing as they're, you know, strategizing about how to be unique on the online space? Because oftentimes people say, I hate listening to coaches who talk about, you you know, the fact that you need a strategy to be unique. Well, you are unique, right? And and there's yeah. there's a little bit of truth to some of that, but it doesn't mean you're not being authentic. It just means you're trying to figure out your way. But what are some of the mistakes people are making as they're going through that process of figuring out what makes them unique? Mm, I think the first thing that comes to mind is copying other people. Oh, good one. Yeah. And I don't think we've, I don't think I've ever talked about that, but yeah. I don't, I'm not a very creative person myself. I mean, I have become very creative, but my husband is so creative. I'm like a spreadsheet number cruncher, logical person. And so when I first came into business, it was really easy to look at someone's content or strategy and think I'm supposed to do the same thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so, you know, yeah. So it's either that or all the way so unique and so off the charts, um, unstrategic that it's just a mess and it doesn't have right. any actual structure to like guide someone into a sales process. Mm -hmm. And then the last mistake is just people being afraid to step fully into their leadership. Yeah. So in a sales conversation, in a, a DM conversation that's about to lead to a sales conversation and people are just nervous leading. And the funny thing is people want to be led. People want to hire people who are going to step up for them, who are going to step up for themselves and for their clients. And yet people are really afraid to lead. Yeah, I love that. I'm writing it down. People want to hire people to lead. That's fantastic. I love that. That's so true. And you can, you can actually sense it when you're on a call with someone that yeah. they're getting really close. They've stepped up to the, you know, uh, to, to bat and they're, they're contemplating. And then all of a sudden you're ready for the next line of, of comments out of their mouth. And, and it's nothing. It's a, well, great. It was great to meet you. And I'm like, okay, so you're not going to ask me if I want to work with you. And, I and know. I think that that's probably more true than not for people coming into the online space because um it's a little easier to do face to face and, and you when you're with somebody like you know we talk about all the time deals are made on the golf course deals are made in a gala deals are made you know when you're volunteering at the food bank next to someone but when yeah. you're in the online space it's a dedicated communication just like right now and that's not quite as easy for some people yeah, you're right. And if you think about it, it should be easier. Mm -hmm. Like logically, it should be easier. Mm -hmm. We don't know people very well. We're on a, a video conversation that as soon as it's over <laughs> to the to the newer entrepreneurs here, as soon as it's over, you can turn your camera off and you'll be alone in your own space to process what happened by yourself. You're not in a gala, right? Right, right. So we would think it would be easier. I think just allow yourself to practice that. 
Yeah. Don't expect to build a perfect business and not have challenges come up. I wish I had my notebook here. I was speaking yesterday on my Facebook profile about uh, every challenge is a seed of new potential. Oh, powerful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because there will be, there will be so many. So to mm -hmm. all the newer coaches here or newer entrepreneurs selling higher ticket items, allow yourself to practice as many of these difficult conversations as possible. Just push your push yourself all the way in and get, you know, get it over with. Just get get your face what's challenging. And before you know it, you'll be a master. You'll yeah. be teaching others what's challenging. And yeah. for me, that's the fastest way of learning anyway. So I love turning around and teaching new concepts really quickly. Because mm -hmm. I even remember in school as a kid, I wouldn't understand a math problem. I really couldn't understand it. But then my friend couldn't understand it. And I would step up and figure out how to help them. And then I was like, oh, I know it now. And right. I think about that in my coaching company all the time. Mm -hmm. It's like the fastest way to learn is to teach. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah. we. Um, there's a saying in the education, the person doing the talking is the person doing the learning. That's and right. It is. It really, really is. So I love that you said that. Well, as 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 we're wrapping up, tell me a little bit about um, just throw out one or two gems. If you're a first time person in the in the online space, you're an entrepreneur. You're thinking about leaving your nine to five. You're exploring mm -hmm. it. You're figuring out that people hire coaches, and yeah. all these terms are a little new to you. One or two just tips that you want to give people. Oh my gosh. Okay. Invest as, as highly as you can comfortably as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid to do that because you need to have someone's right hand and their experience. There's a lot of amazing coaches out there to begin to drive that needle forward for you. And then you can take that on yourself. You mm -hmm. know, don't, don't feel like you always have to invest really big, but don't be afraid to make that initial first investment. If we hadn't done that, we, we wouldn't have anything near what we've got today. Mm -hmm. Secondly, you know, look at authenticity, really feel into who you are, because I don't think a lot of adults have actually taken the time to do that. Yeah. So we think be authentic and we go a little extreme and, and then it's like, well, that wasn't really me. So like, take a time to just be all of you. And the greatest tip for me in, when I started navigating that is just trusting myself to always make the next best decision. You don't mm -hmm. have to know everything right now. You just yeah. have to know that you will make a wonderful decision with the next challenge that comes up and it's rooted in deep trust for your own self. Yeah. Oh, that's profound and so true. And more of us need to be doing that, whatever it is we're doing in our profession and in our personal lives. That's a fantastic advice, Amber. Okay. Mm -hmm. How can people work with you? Tell us a little bit about maybe any programs you've got coming up or what's, what are some of the goodies that, that you and your husband offer for entrepreneurs? Absolutely. So we've got our program called Fusion, and it really does sum up what we talked about a little bit earlier. It's, it's a simple system and funnel build out that's going to lead brand new strangers and, and help them transform into truly ideal high ticket clients for you. Uh, I have a website, amberfreeland.com, with a few really valuable giveaways and links into our groups. And when you come in your group, one of our team, when you come in our group, one of our team members will reach out to you to make sure you've got the freebies that you need. And if you want to have a conversation about the program or building out any tech, then that's a perfect time that we could talk about it. 
That's awesome. Well, I'm so excited. And your website is definitely in the show notes so people know how to get to you. It's right there on the screen as well if you're watching on the video. But don't worry, if you're listening to the podcast, you can definitely click in the show notes as well. Amber, you have been a fantastic guest. I've enjoyed having you so, so much. I think your energy is so amazing. And the tips you gave us about showing up authentically and trusting in yourself is key to growing your business. So I appreciate your time today. Thank you so much. All right, guys, that's it. We're saying goodbye to Amber, but we're so appreciative that she was able to join us. You want to replay this episode. You want to share it with your friends. Make sure you do that. These are the kinds of nuggets that we have here on Saturday Sound Bites are going to make a difference for your business. You want to hear from people who have been on the journey before you. You want to hear from people who are helping others get through this process. So regardless of where you are in your business, check out amberfreeland.com. You're going to get some great tips. And I'm going to wrap up this episode of Saturday Soundbites. If you are listening on the podcast, make sure you hit subscribe. And if you're watching us on Facebook or YouTube, go in and drop us some comments. Amber and I will come back, circle, uh, circle back with you, answer any questions you might have and connect. So with that, I'm going to wrap up this episode by sending you lots of positive energy and light. <laughs>